In this week's Parsha, we are introduced to the very first mitzvah given to the first Jew. That is to last for all generations, and that is the mitzvah of bris milah, circumcision. And we have to ask ourselves, how is the mitzvah of circumcision a paradigm for all other mitzvahs. Why is this the first mitzvah? In what way is this mitzvah so important? Not only that, it's the first mitzvah that is performed on a Jewish male in their lifetime. The very first mitzvah, although it's uh, when a person, most people receive a bris at eight days of age, so they're not themselves involved in the mitzvah, but it is a mitzvah that's done to them. And of course, a convert to Judaism performs a mitzvah on their own, and there are many people who did not have the privilege of being circumcised at birth either because their parents came from the Soviet Union or because their parents were non-religious. And they also have the ability to perform this mitzvah on their own. Furthermore, someone who had the mitzvah done in the hospital um, by a doctor um, would need to do an additional procedure later on in age properly done by a rabbi in order to complete their bris in a kosher fashion. So the mitzvah, again, just to recap what the mitzvah is, is circumcision performed on the eighth day of, uh, of, a, ch- of a male child's life, or after the eighth day, if for some reason they weren't able to do it at the eight, day eight for medical reasons, or because there wasn't a rabbi that was able to come to that location, so then it would be kosher anytime after that. But a bris done before the eighth day, or performed by someone who was not a rabbi, would not be uh, kosher. So what's the significance of the eighth day, and what's the significance in general of this mitzvah, and why? Another question we might ask, if it's, for some reason, a person, a male, is n- not meant to have this foreskin, so why did God create us that way? Why are we born with it? Just make us born without it, and then you don't need anything. So I believe the answer is as follows. It's interesting to note that the very first mitzvah given to mankind was the mitzvah of being fruitful and multiplying. So there's no coincidence that the first mitzvah given to the first Jew also involves this very sensitive part of the body and the act of procreation. Why is that? So we'll answer it in a similar vein to the way we described the mitzvah of being fruitful and multiplying as a paradigm for all their mitzvahs is because in this area, a person has the ability to do the most divine act possible. The most godlike thing we can ever do is to create life. And so in this area, we have the ability to connect to spirituality, but there's more, it's deeper than that. Because what is a bris? What does the word bris mean? A bris means a covenant or a pact or a very deep contract of relationship. God says to Abraham, I want to have a relationship with you and with all of your ancestors. And the sign of our relationship is going to be in the most physical part of the body. Because what happens in the act of procreation is we bring a soul down into the world and that's the male's responsibility. And then the female responsibility is to take that soul and put it into a body. So procreation is the act of bringing spirituality into physicality, which is essentially the most godlike thing we could do because that's what God did in creating the world was bring 
spiritual existence into physicality. That's his design for this world. His purpose in this world is to create a dwelling place below in the physical. God says to Abraham, there may be other forms of spirituality that existed before Judaism that involved meditation, disconnection from physicality. God says, I want to be present with you in the physical, through the physical. And we'll touch more on this next week as we discuss this theme further. But that is the theme of Bris, is that in the physical is where our relationship with God takes place. And finally, the question is why on the eighth day the number seven in Judaism represents the completion of the physical world, the completion of nature, seven days of the week, seven seas, seven continents, seven colors, distinct colors in the rainbow, seven notes in a traditional Western musical scale, seven Harry Potter books I always like to add in. Number seven represents completion of the physical world, that's the seven days of the week. And the eighth dimension is that which is beyond the physical, it's the miraculous, the supernatural. And the message of Briss is that we have to transcend our nature. That's specifically why a male needs a bris and a female does not. Because a boy, a man, is more deeply connected to physical externalism. Physicality, um, testosterone, aggression, independence, competition. The male is by nature very disconnected from spirituality. Men naturally don't like to share their feelings. They don't like to talk so much to others. They uh, are much less communal and much less connected to the idea of giving and spirituality. In order for men to become spiritual, they have to disconnect from the physical. They have to cut away from their physicality, to transcend their physical nature, to elevate themselves to the level of spiritual. That's the connection to the eighth dimension. Women, on the other hand, although they certainly have to work on themselves and overcome their selfishness and their jealousy and their anger. They don't have to break their nature. They're by nature much closer to physicality, to spirituality. By nature, their nature is towards community, connection, giving, child-rearing, family. And so for a man to become spiritual, he actually has to go against his nature. For a woman to be spiritual, she has to go with in her nature. So that's the message of Briss, is that there's always room for improvement. We're not in this world to be the way we are. We're in this world to transcend our nature, to go beyond our nature, and to perfect ourselves. We were given raw materials, and we have the ability and the obligation to perfect those raw materials. And I'll conclude with a, with a story from the Talmud, that Rabbi Akiva was once approached by a Roman, and the Roman asked him, who makes better stuff, God or man? And Rabbi Akiva responded, well, whenever I ask this question, everyone says, God, of course. Rabbi Akiva did not agree. Rabbi Akiva, and that's what the Roman expected Rabbi Akiva to say, and then they would have responded by saying, oh yeah, well, what about bris? Why are you tampering with the perfect human form? Which is precisely why the Greeks and the Romans were so against circumcision and forbade circumcision because they felt that the human body, especially the naked male body, was the perf perfect human form. So they said, how could you tamper with perfection? So Rabbi Akiva responded by saying, actually, man makes better stuff. Why? Because God gives, gives us wheat, we transform it into bread. God gives us grapes, we transform it into wine. 
the job of a human being is to take the raw materials of this world and even make it better to be a partner with God in perfecting ourselves and perfecting the world. That, my friends, is the message of Briss. To bring spirituality into physicality, to create lives, to become godlike, and to perfect ourselves and the world in order to bring and reveal the spirituality of everything. Wishing you a beautiful, beautiful Shabbos.